0: ever wonder why we can receive 100 emails in a day, 99 being positive, and the one negative just brings you to your knees? Why we can get a stellar review from our boss, and there's just that one constructive criticism that we can't get out of our head. We post something on social and receive comments of support, and then there's that one hater out there, that we can't get out of our mind and we labor on it. I'm about to do a mic drop moment for you all. Our brains are hardwired to focus on the negative versus the positive. On this episode of Attention to Intention, we get into why criticism leaves a mark the way a compliment never can. And we share four micro steps that'll have you handling negativity in an entirely new way, that'll have you feeling more in control. Join me now. Welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled that you have found your way here. We are back again for another week together. I want to give a shout out to my friend, a friend of this community, a fellow tribe member with you all, and that is Laura Christian. Laura, 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 I love you. And I am so happy you're here. Laura sent me a note this week about how she has loved being a part of this community. She's found it inspiring that she can be driven and that she can also have purpose and peace. Yes, 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 yes. I am doing a Jersey fist pump in the air right now. That is exactly why we are here. I want to thank you for showing up, showing up here right now, showing up every week and taking the time, the time to connect with the most important person in your life. The one who we never put on the task list. And that is ourselves. I'm so happy to have your beautiful human self with us. Did you all know that we have a text line? we sure do i am going to link it in the show notes i i want to hear from you guys you are what make our community you are why i am here and we are here every sunday to keep showing up together you know i made life really hard for myself for a long time because i hid alone in my little cocoon and life gets a hell of a lot better when we do it together. And that's exactly what we're doing here. We're doing this together. Would love to hear how this movement has helped you navigate your journey. What aha moments have you had? What's showing up for you? Drop us a message. I personally read each and every one of them. If you are feeling directionless, just emotionally and physically exhausted, you're frustrated, you're unfulfilled, You feel like you're just going through the motions. You have made your way to the right place, my friends, and I am so happy you're here. My name is Megan Miller. I'm an intentional living expert that offers high-performing go-getters, simple daily micro steps for putting attention to intention so they stop sleepwalking through life, living in a robotic nature, just trying to make it to Friday, and you start living with inspiration, fulfillment, and connection to the most foundational, important relationship you will ever have in life yourself. I know my friends, because I have been there for the majority of my life. I lived in chameleon mode, people pleasing, you name it. I felt it. I was the woman everyone wanted me to be and had no idea who the hell I was. And I always had just this inner, craving that I was meant to do more. That is until I got brave until I got still enough to really uncover what I wanted. And I'm here to share my lessons with you to help you navigate through your own journey. Together, you and I we are going to share small practical steps that will help you maximize how you show up in the world. To create a life that you're passionate about. Because my friend, it does exist. Welcome to putting attention to intention. Hello, my friends. I am coming to you from a beautiful Saturday afternoon in sunny New Jersey. My honey is out tirelessly working on the yard. I don't know what it is about men in the yard. Like sometimes I look at him out there and he's the happiest. I would not be. I don't I don't want to be out there all day. I have better things to do. Uh, But I guess that's what makes the world go down, right? I'm actually looking at him now out the window and he's like smiling at himself. (laughs) You guys, it is so great to be here with you today. Another week together. And what I want to talk to you about today is just these these wonderful conversations I've been having this week around the courage to put out into the world what you want and how the universe will reward you. One of the coolest things, and there have been so many, about this movement and delivering it in uh, corporate offices and communities and being here with you all is meeting just these really cool, badass humans that are interested and have a desire to do better, be better and say, yes, I have felt those things. I am not alone. As I always say, you are who you surround yourself with. This week, I made a beautiful new friend Through a friend, I just love when tribes intertwine. I think it's one of the most magical things that there is. As I'm talking to this new friend of mine, she has this business that she's been in for 30 plus years, still killing it, great reputation. And she was telling me about how when she looks back over those 30 years, when she started her business, she had no plan. She didn't know what was going to be on the other side of it, but she just knew in her gut that it was time to move on from the job she was in. And while she didn't know what the future looked like, she knew it would be brighter than where she was. And I just love that. Whatever the future holds, my friend, for each and every one of you, I am here to tell you it is more brighter, it is more beautiful, it is more fulfilling than you can ever imagine it to be if you have the courage to put it out into the world. Later that same day, I had a conversation with my new friends at the Money, it's Money Made Easy podcast. I am so impressed by these humans, I have to tell you. So Pravar and Arnav, they are the two young men that co-host this together. They're in high school and they want to bring awareness around finances to their peer group. I love that. So my first words out of my mouth were, first of all, you two are amazing human beings for the courage to deliver this. How many times do we think something even as adults and we never have the courage to put it out in the world? But you're doing this in high school. You had the idea I think they read a book. um, What's that called? Rich man, rich man, poor dad or rich dad, poor dad. They read that book and they were so their mind was blown and so invigorated by that they wanted to start this movement. And they did. And I think, God, I just I love that they are putting that out in the world for their peer group, because I, t- I have to tell you, as adults, we still struggle with with so many thoughts around money. And it's really a reflection of how we were raised and what we were taught around money. And it's such a taboo topic because so many of us never feel that we have enough. And we're living in debt to live this facade that the world tells us makes us validated and good, we never really talk about it, but they are. And as I'm talking to them about how they find their guests, they tell me they just reach out to people that they find interesting and they ask. (laughs) We think that there has to be this huge equation and all of these, I don't know, um, difficult steps right in order to do these things. And all you have to do is put it out and ask. It made me think about how we paralyze ourselves by the what ifs in life. I have my hand raised because I know I I did for so long and I still do sometimes, but here's the thing. I catch myself when I go down those what if thoughts and that when we live our lives by by this paralyzation of the what if, we never give ourselves the courage to put things out into the world. Whatever it is that you know you want to do, my friend, whatever that is. I hope this episode, I hope our time together today gives you the courage to make one small baby step. That's it. One baby step to putting it out into the world, making the one phone call, doing the one text, signing up to do that thing, whatever that is. Now, listen, there's going to be some bumps in the road. This isn't all sunshine and uh, fairy tales and rainbows. I mean, you don't just put something out into the world and then boom, you're making a million dollars like (laughs) shit doesn't work that way. I wish it did. But that's why we let the what ifs of life paralyze us from really what we want, because our deep gut whispers are telling us something and it speaks to us in the silence when we allow it to. But then we let that demon that roommate that asshole in our mind start chirping and telling us that it'll never work out for us. We're not smart enough to do it. Just stay in the lane you're in. And then we never give ourselves the courage to lean into it. I say that because I was there for such a long time. I mean, I look back on my life and for years, years, I just had this inner gut whisper that I knew I was meant for more. But it was scary. I didn't know what it looked like. I lived my life in survival mode for so long, having to fight and claw for my seat at the table that I had thought, listen, I'll just stay where I am because at least I knew what I was getting into. What's that? What's that saying? The devil, you know, is better than the devil you don't. That was my motto for a long time. And as I've gone through this long ass journey, long and the struggles and the deep, dark moments and the things that didn't work out the way I had thought, I can look back now and say that it was the building blocks that set me up for this moment. Now, listen, it's not easy to say that when you're going through the dark of the night. Like when I was in the eye of the tornado, if you would have told me that this was on the other end of it, I would have said bullshit. (laughs) Like, you can't see it. When you're going through it, think back to your life and some of the deep, dark moments you you did not know what what joy, what happiness, how it was setting you up for the next thing. But let me tell you, it did and it is it's these building blocks, whatever you're going through, my friend, at this exact moment, I'm here to tell you it is part of your building blocks. If you've ever heard me speak before, and I think I've even said it on this podcast community here, you I like to say that our journey is like the foundation of a house. Each house has its own different feel, its own different character, its own different charm, as do each and every one of us. But what is consistent in every home is that foundation. It keeps that house standing. It keeps it safe from the elements. And that foundation is built brick by brick by brick. When you're laying those bricks and the bricks get hard, you can't help but keep focusing on the obstacles, why things never work out for you, why it won't work. You let the what ifs of life paralyze you. Sort of like you ever have these when you're having a great morning, right? You wake up great, you had a good night's sleep, having your coffee, happy as a clam. You open up the laptop to get to work and then boom, boom. Something happens that pisses you off, either an email, either a text, either something with traffic, something triggers you, whatever it is. And then the rest of your day turns to shit. (laughs) And then something else happens to build on top of that and then something else happens and by the end of the day when your partner when your kids when your when your parents when whoever in your life asks you how your day was you say it sucked it sucked this day sucked you completely forget how great the morning was we have a tendency to focus on the negative don't we mm. I hope that was a preacher be amen moment for you, because I I feel that this tendency to focus on the negative, a girlfriend of mine. So I was talking to her about this the other day, and she just drops on me the most paramount, relatable nugget that I am about to share with you all. She's like, yes, Meg, that is true. We focus on the negatives because our brains are like Velcro to the negative and Teflon to the positive. Ah. How true that is. I'm going to repeat that because it bears repeating. Our brains are like Velcro to the negative and Teflon to the positive. You let that negative shit drag you down for days, completely bypassing anything positive. You know, now that I am out with this movement more and and bringing it into more corporations and organizations and member groups. That means more surveys, and I think I share this with you guys so so forgive me for repeating but a couple months ago I was uh, I had the speaking engagement and I was looking through the post surveys and we must have had 1520 positive glowing reviews they had two with opportunity two. Let me tell you what I harbored on for the rest of that day the two I completely bypassed the 15 20 positive ones. And I went right to the two negative ones. Or I guess I should say they they had feedback, right? This criticism leaves a mark the way a compliment never can. You labor on it and labor on it and labor on it. And listen, it doesn't even have to be anything huge. It can be your boss giving you some some uh, positive feet. Well, I guess I shouldn't say positive feedback. It could be your boss giving you some constructive criticism and you just labor on that shit. I should have known. I've been doing this for so long. Why didn't I catch that? You just focus on it and focus on it and focus on it. And I was so intrigued by this notion because I've seen this in my own life for so long that I was like, let me check out why this is, you know me. I like to get curious and I like to dig into the why. So as I was investigating around, you know, why our brains are like a Velcro to the negative, there's actually a name for it called the negativity bias, which is a result of evolution. Our brains are like these old ass operating computer systems that haven't updated to the times that we're living in. So our brains are like, do you remember those bag phones? that you had in the car, like the first cell phones that came out in the big bag. I remember we had one, Michael and I were just talking about this the other night, and I thought we were so cool. Now, again, you could never use it because it was what, like ten dollars a minute or something. But we had one. So that's really like our brains and the world today is like these many computers we have as cell phones that are going at the speed, speed of lightning, right? Like our brains have not caught up to the times that we're living in. So our brains are wired to be more in tune, be like Velcro to the negative as a way of protection. So back in the day, way back in the day, it was to protect us from the saber tooth tiger. And today, it's to protect you from the negative comment online, or the pissy customer or disappointing your partner. Right? It's this negative information that causes such a surge of activity in our brain that our behaviors, our attitudes, they then tend to be more shaped around the bad news than the good, which impacts how we think, how we respond and how we feel, which is why you're working on the project for your boss over the weekend. You go out with that friend that depletes you with their drama. You stay in that relationship. So how do we flip the thought on this, right? Like we we understand where this stems from. We know that all of us struggle with this. You are not alone, my friend. So how do we flip it? So I want you to get a piece of pen and paper and jot a couple of these things down. If you do not have a pen and paper, just come back to this later. Time stamp it and pause it because I think these are some really great tools and tricks that you can revert back to when you have your next trigger moment. Because it's something for us to talk about this now as you're getting ready in the bathroom or you're driving or you're exercising. But it's another thing for this to pop up at the trigger. I actually started complete sidebar here for a second. So while I love to carry around these little notepads with me, I know you heard me talk about them like these. I get these little miniature notepads there from Amazon, less than 10 bucks. And I have one in my car. I have one in my handbag. I have one in my work bag. I have one at the desk. I work at. at home and whenever anything pops up uh, that I start to feel uncomfortable or I need to release through writing, I just run, run to those. But I've started to add index cards. So I just keep in the front of these little journals, some index cards that when something hits me, When I have a little aha moment, or when I'm reading a book, or when I'm listening to a podcast, or when I'm having a conversation with a girlfriend, and there's just something in that conversation that moves me, I write it down on the index card. And then I keep the index card in the front of my journal. So that way, when I'm having an off moment, or when this drug of addiction comes seething back my way, and I feel like I'm a loser, I'm less than I'm not achieving enough, I'm not doing enough, I'm not being enough. And that asshole in my mind starts chirping. It's a place for me to go to quiet it. And I have all of these. It's almost like my own little Mary Poppins toolkit to quiet my brain. That's just some food for thought on what works for me. So write this wherever this works for you. Here's a couple things, four things on how to flip the thought. The first thing is to ask yourself, Do I know this to be 100% true? This, I think, is so, so powerful. Do I know this to be 100% true? When you find yourself saying, for instance, I don't know, you go out to dinner with a couple friends and you made a joke and nobody laughed. And then you're in the car on the way home and you're like, "Ah, damn it. I shouldn't have said that at dinner. No one laughed. Everyone's judging me. They're never going to invite me back again. I always put my foot in my mouth. Why do I do this? So instead of that, right? And when you start to, when, when that starts to chirp up, think to yourself, what else could this mean? Do I know this to be 100% true? No, you don't. There's a million and one reasons why they didn't laugh. Maybe they didn't hear you maybe their heads were somewhere else. Maybe they were thinking about how delicious their meal was. Maybe they were thinking about how happy how happy they are to be together with everyone again. This negativity, this fear bullshit that lives in your brain, it cannot live where it's questioned. Do I know this to be 100% true? Number two, there is so much power in getting that roommate, that demon, that asshole in your head to quiet by moving your body. If you've ever had a good workout or you've gone out for a walk and you come back and you feel a thousand percent better, your body, your mind, they're intimately connected. And while your brain is sort of like the master conductor, if you will. Your body is in the the orchestra pit with it playing right along tune in tune. And when you move your body, your body releases the endorphins into your brain that give you that happy, relaxed, chill vibe. I can't tell you this was really our MO here over in the height of the pandemic. Michael and I turned into walkers. Like I always thought walking was for old people. Sorry. And now I am one of them. But here is not that funny. I think there's a commercial about that, right? Is it like a State Farm commercial or something? And it says never say never. The guy says he's never going to get married. Then he gets married and he says he's never going to have a kid. Then he has a kid. Well, this was us with walking. I never thought that I would be a walker. And now I am. And here is why Michael and I craved it so much is because when we ended those walks, we felt calmer. We felt more connected with each other. We just had this feeling that everything was going to be OK. So do not discredit the power in just moving your body. Doesn't need to be a Barry's boot camp. Doesn't need to be a Peloton workout. Doesn't need to be that you feel like you're going to throw up. It can be lacing up the sneakers and going for a walk. And this is my all time favorite it, giving yourself the freedom to give yourself a breather and allow your thoughts to flow from pen into paper. And you just free write. It's such a great, great way to break through where these negative thoughts are coming from, even when you don't have the language to really verbalize it. So all you're going to do is take your notebook. If you're like me, I have about 45 mini ones. You grab a quiet place. You grab a pen and you just start writing. You think about what you're feeling. So this sucked when this really hurt me, when I can't believe this happened, whatever. And you just start writing and it's kind of like a brain dump. It doesn't need to make sense. You don't even need to reread it. You just let it out. You know, I never reread it there. I give myself five minutes in the morning to just free write, get these thoughts out of my head and pen on a paper. And I never reread it. I it, it is just almost like a release for me. Now, some people tell you that you should crumple it up or rip it up or do whatever feels right for you. I just leave it in the notebook. I don't feel the need to like rip it out and crumple it up. But if it makes you feel better, have at it. And then the last thing I want you to remember is you can always ask yourself what is right. What is right, and name as many things as possible until you start to feel that sensation of our uneasiness in your belly settle. My friends, by doing this work, by taking the time, by having this curiosity to question these thoughts, these beliefs, these actions, these feelings, you are becoming an active participant in changing your thoughts because they won't magically change on their own. Each and every one of you beautiful humans listening to this right now, you have a gift and you are gifting yourself this toolkit, the language to change this narrative we tell ourselves. And it's the one that we were never taught. Thank you for taking the time to be here. And most importantly, for taking the first step in investing in yourself. I absolutely love having you guys here. If this episode meant something, if you liked what you heard, please do make sure to subscribe. So you're up to date on the latest episodes and share with three people in your tribe that would benefit. I am a huge believer in the power of sharing content especially when that message is around putting power back into your own life. Did you know that we have a Micro Steps Monday communication? Every Monday, we hit you with a little nugget. We give you a little sneak peek on the next episode rolling out. So sign up, please. We love to stay in touch with you. You can just go to Megan-Miller.com. Sign on up. I will link it in the show notes. Thank you all for being here till next time carry on with intention.